What's up, everybody? We back up in this thing. Welcome to another episode of the Talk My Credo Podcast. I'm your boy Dante here with my fam in the building. Now, Sue Nuru is here, the greatest any badger that ever lived. KT is here, my family. Nas, what's going on, man? What's going on? Everything is good. Um, you know, came from a business interview. I like to do that sometimes. I like to just talk to new people about new jobs and then they just bring this other person over here who just happens to be like the head of the head and just walked in here wanted to talk to me like yo i just like your energy i just like what's going on over here with you and i'm uh -huh. just in my mind i'm like of course you do you know who you talking to yeah you ain't what? talking to somebody that actually just wants to be employed you're talking to the greatest Haney badger who's ever lived all right i, I was going to actually text you Dante, so you can um, introduce me differently and properly, please. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, I am okay. more than just the greatest Haney Badger who's ever lived. I am the creator of Black Pilot Radio. I am the creator yes. of the 100th episode, the 99th, the 98th, every episode that is of the Late Night Flight Podcast. You are looking at him. And yes, ladies, I am single. Not for a reason, but for you to come get me. All right? Come here. Come here. <laughs> come hither. Come hither. Come <laughs> hither. KT, I don't know how you can follow that. What's going on, girl? How you feeling? I got my voice back. Hey. I'm not coughing my head off. <laughs> you know, right. I don't sound like Isaac <laughs> Hayes right now. I'm feeling good, man. Oh. I <laughs> I'm feeling you. Plus, you know, I, I see that you have joined this bandwagon that I've yet to receive sponsorship for. The old smoky Tennessee moonshine banana pudding. Um, and I think I'm going to go ahead and go on a limb and say that's why you don't sound like Isaac Hayes anymore. So, yeah, that old smoky soul. Joe Baker, we looked you up. We looked you up. We did some homework on you, Joe. So, you know, there, there's a guy in North Carolina. There's a girl in South Carolina. And there's a guy up in Newark, New Jersey. That, you know, you, you need to come sit down with. That's all we're saying. That's all we're saying. All right, y'all look. Y'all, I'm, 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 I'm exactly, exactly. You might as well. You might as well. All right, so y'all check this out. So, but like before I go, Lord. Even, see that that's how you know what's good when your nose start running. That's when you know it's that good stuff. It's that good stuff. But mm -hmm. but don't let it get all mixed in and stuff because then it messes up the banana pudding flavor and stuff. Don't do all that. Don't be nasty. All right, so <laughs> so before we do anything, I want to get some flowers. Sir. <laughs> I love you too, sis. I love you. <laughs> All right, so look, look. I just want to give a, a rest in peace to Coolio. And over the weekend, he passed away from what they're saying is a cardiac arrest. Um, honestly, I, I don't know. I, I feel bad from what I'm about to say, but I was honestly praying like, please don't let this be another fentanyl overdose. Because I, I just we we lost a lot of our culture. I'll just put it that way from fentanyl overdoses and I was just praying because you know he, he was 59 so for me that's still young like nah not 59 not 59 so I, I was just praying but they said it was um, uh, a cardiac arrest not like I was like relieved like oh he died of a heart attack thank god but you know but still I, I was really hoping because that fentanyl thing really has to be under control and all these different strains and stuff and they just lacing everything up but 
in in the the most iconic thing for me, of course, you got your Gangsta's Paradise, you got your Fantastic Voyage, you got all your classic Coolio songs, but there's one that I believe is the most classic it's of them all, and this is my tribute to Coolio, and I want y'all to check this out. Everybody out there, go run and tell your homeboys and homegirls it's time for Keenan and Kel. To keep you laughing in the afternoon, so don't touch that dial on read the room. Cause they always in the summer, no fun, and you don't want to miss it. It's double K like, do the good way, yes. Keenan and Kel, I should have said Kel and Keenan, and you gotta watch Keenan. Cause Keenan be scheming with a plan or a plot to make it to the top. But they kinda in the middle, cause they always hitting talk. This ain't the Hardy Boys or a Nancy Drew mystery. It's just Keenan and Kel and your vicinity. Like Six Feet and Royal, Alvin and Costello, Magic and Kareem. That's all y'all get. That's all y'all get. Rest in peace to cool. <laughs> listen, listen. I don't know, but when I was a kid, I, th- I thought that was the jam. I was like, oh, they got this type of music on Nickelodeon. Oh my God. That's all I'm saying. Rest in peace to Coolio. <laughs> That's just... They said, then- they said, they said, Keenan be scheming. He did. He left Kel and went on Saturday Night Live for like 15 he, years. It made- he sure as hell did. He sure as hell did. That, that's why Coolio was the GOAT. He was a prophet as well. <laughs> he was the prophet. Because Keenan left Kel somewhere. I, I think, you know, Kel went through it. And Keenan was over here just living the high life. Getting all the white women. <laughs> mm-hmm. Getting all the white women. <laughs> Get all the white women, marrying them, divorcing them, dating them again. Okay, and where was Kale? He was just struggling, struggling. And then 15 years later, like, all right, bro, all right, I can acknowledge you again. See, it was Coolio that brought that all together. All right, man, yeah, but rest in peace to Coolio, man. And uh, let's 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 get into some rigidity because um, yeah, there's been quite a bit that's going on this week. And I, I just need y'all to uh, I, I need y'all opinions in the way on this. So. I find something that may cause a bit of conflict because Peter wants something to happen because men are eating too much meat. So Peter, y'all know the ones with the animals, they love the animals more than they love humans and la 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 la. Peter is calling for a strike on sex with meat eating men. I'm gonna read this short little article and I just need y'all to weigh in on it. So we all know them. The suburban be men careful. with I, no I'm 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 not gonna be careful. Fuck them. All right, but anyway, <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm joking. Actually, I'm not joking. All right, we all know them. The suburban men with beer bottles in their hand, brandishing tongs while cooking sausages on their expensive gas grills. These barbecue masters believe they can prove their masculinity to themselves and to their fellow humans through their consumption of meat, not only hurting animals, but also harming the planet. The science speaks for itself. A study published in the journal of Plus One, never heard of it, found that men contribute significantly more to the climate catastrophe than women, primarily through their meat consumption. Their eating habits results in 41% more greenhouse gases. That's why Peter's proposing a strike on sex with meat-eating men to persuade them to go vegan. Men need to take accountability for their actions. Now that research shows, quotations, research shows that their impact on the climate is so disproportionately large. They should take steps to rectify that. And the easiest, healthiest, simplest way is to go vegan. So for all those who are grilling meat, the women should not have sex with those men. 
So, Nas, I ask you in the late night flight fashion, <laughs> do you think this is the answer? What do you think? Well, listen. Well, listen, hear me out. First of all, first of all, if if those uh, PETA workers are straight women, I could understand why they would not want meat eating men. That would make sense to me. Uh-huh. All right? That's 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 first off foremost. Now, if they were protein eating men, then yeah, this is crazy. You know, we would have a problem because me as a protein eating man, you know what I mean? Like uh uh, you know, all my women like me, you know what I'm saying? I, I definitely need two slabs of steak, two slabs of chicken, two slabs of pork chops. Don't matter. Um, it gotta be on that plate. That's just me personally, you know what I'm saying? With some jalapeno peppers on the side. That's that's how I like it. Um, other than that, I don't understand any of this. Anytime I meet a Peter worker, I immediately tell him my name is Michael Vick. <laughs> so so kt <laughs> mm-hmm. what are your thoughts do you think peter is on to something do you think this can change the world of getting people to go vegan nah just just, no, really. just nah Mm-mm. i thought Mm-mm. i thought i thought you weren't isaac hayes no Mm-mm. more just nah look <laughs> you know what <laughs> It goes in and out a little bit, but oh. I, I mean, I got it back for the most part. All right, okay? cool, all right, cool, cool. Hey, yo, anyway. I ain't gonna, gonna lie, KT. You came out to about some, I see rays of blue. roses <laughs> too. I hate you. Red I hate you. So much. Peter, I ain't got a clue. <laughs> but I think to myself, I wish I had a meat-eating man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm KT, folks. I was really tempted to just just church folk right on out, church folk right on out. <laughs> but yo, man, I, I thought this was absolutely hilarious, and just like, just always leave it to Peter to come up with some amazingly hilariously stupid stuff. And it's like, and KT bows out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but oh uh, man, I, I thought this was absolutely funny. And just, just if this was a dope doo doo, would absolutely be doo doo. But speaking of which, speaking of more shenanigans, have y'all seen the Jeffrey Dahmer uh, thing on Netflix yet? I have. You've seen <clears throat> it? <clears throat> okay. I have. Yes. Okay. So, give me your thoughts because I haven't seen it because I really haven't been interested in watching it, um, especially with the reactions that I've been seeing on social media but first of all even without the reaction I was like I'm not, I'm not seeing that shit but just seeing again the reaction is now I'm like hmm really so what do you think about it um if you can call something like that good <laughs> um then yeah uh-huh. but I learned a lot from it. Like I didn't pay close attention. I knew Jeffrey Dahmer ate people. That's about all I knew. Yeah. Because that was back in what the early nineties. Uh-huh. And I won't pay any attention to the news that close back yeah. then. Okay. I was in high school, well, middle school in the early nineties. Middle school. You know, living my best life, not paying attention, right? Right. So I learned a lot because I did not know that he was eating black folk like that like he was targeting black people i had no idea i really didn't because i never 
I never had any interest in learning about Jeffrey Dahmer. It's like, oh, that's the white nigga eating people. So no, I didn't have no. Yeah. I didn't have no desire. That, that's the one thing I but, learned. Um, yeah, that's the one thing I learned. I learned just from the reaction was that he was targeting black people, and I was just like, oh, word! I thought he was just just eating people, just whatever. But like, apparently, he yeah. was just targeting black people. Um. And then, of course, you know, he was killed by, you know, a black man in jail uh, because of that. Mm-hmm. And so. Ooh, and that scene was interesting. Was yeah. it? Okay. That so speaking mm. of that scene. Now, of course, there is a a stigma when it comes to true crime. And, I, I, and sometimes I was thinking, I was like, should I? do a true crime make, make a, a true a true crime podcast or make talk my credo true <clears> crime <throat> but you know technically i can't because i'm married because I'm, I'm thinking about the the access to pussy because a way that these women be like so on to and trust me just the, the videos i've seen it's like dang this is like a turn off for y'all this true crime murder mystery stuff now they, they call it murder porn and apparently this jeffrey dahmer thing was the latest installment of this murder porn that has women just yeah crazy i'm gonna show y'all this video of one particular tiktok that has been going uh, around um and you can see what i'm talking about check this out serious question is there something wrong with me because i high key felt bad for jeffrey dahmer okay so first things first that whole documentary was like 12 out of 10 like that shit was fire coming from someone that likes like true crime shit right now throughout the whole thing i was like damn like this shit is crazy like that's so sad all like the murders and everything that like he did the way he did it like i was like damn like this shit is mad scary like that's so sad but i was like fine throughout the whole thing because like i I watch a lot of true crime whatever but bitch when they killed jeffrey i was I was like literally teary-eyed. Like I got teary-eyed. I'm looking at my boyfriend like, oh my God, like, please don't tell me they kill him. Don't tell me he died. I'm looking at myself like, bitch, what? Like what? For some reason, like everything that he did that was like absolutely horrifying, just like out the window. I'm literally like looking to my side and I'm like, please tell me they don't kill him. I felt so fucking bad. Like I actually felt bad. Like, it was, like, ridiculous. I'm thinking to myself, like, you should not be feeling bad for this man. Like, but I deadass didn't want him to die. Like, I was kind of pissed. I was like, what the fuck? Okay. So, uh, KT, did you have this reaction? Did you feel bad for Jeffrey? Hell no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> man. Because let me tell you, that nigga said, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, and beat the... Sh- out of Jeffrey Dahmer. You hear me? (laughs) And I was like, oh, 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 oh. But I was not like, oh, poor Jeffrey. Yeah, so... Not after this nigga had had a freaking black leg sitting by his bedside when he (laughs) was... Nah, nah. Mm-mm. I'm not no. no. I believe that's a drumstick. <laughs> that's disgusting. Oh my god. That we have a lot of rhythm. That we have a lot of rhythm. Yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> so Nas, uh, yeah. can you psychoanalyze this for me and, and make this a bit clearer? Because I'm seeing a correlation between 
um, the vaginal area and murder porn, serial killer, that type of stuff. Is, am I off All of right. that? Um, off. So hit me out. Hit me out. <laughs> Number one, America. Number one, America. Hit me out. Listen, uh, that that pussy chip uh, segment. Uh, we we have to talk about that on Talk My Credo or somewhere else. It's not going to be on a late night flight, unfortunately. Unfortunately, okay. it's not. All right. I wanted to be, but it's not. All right. That's number one. Number two. Number two. Since you are not able to be on This Is the Bullshit episode 100, we had to go old school. I got smarts for that. Uh-huh. I'll give you a little hint because I did talk some Dharma stuff. So guess what, Talk My Credo fans? You're about to get a little sneak peek right now. Here we go. Hey. Dante, I ask you. I ask you, Dante. Dante, Dante, I ask you. Dante, Dante, I ask you. What's up, man? What's up? What's up? Dante, are you ready, Dante? I'm, I'm, I'm ready, man. I'm ready. Dante, are you ready? Bro, I'm ready. I, I need some answers, bro. What's up? Is it the bullshit? Is it the bullshit? Is it the bullshit that the LGBT community doesn't want you to know that gay white man will meet you, greet you, wine you, dine you, take you home just to hug you, drug you, so he can eat you out? You ain't got to answer that. <laughs> Literally. All pun intended. I, I, and that's all I needed to know. That's all I needed to know. But I need a cigarette. Here's <laughs> my... Here's here's my breakdown when it comes to this this video because this chick is like, all right, y'all y'all, she's like, you know, now when he's killing things and killing people, I'm like, oh yeah, that's so bad because I watch murder mystery stuff, you know. But of course he's killing she, he's killing black people, so it's like, oh yeah, he's killing these niggas. Oh look, look at these black people dead. But when they killed Jeffrey, I was like, oh you know I'm on the first name basis. I got Terry, bitch, I got Terry odd. I just thought that was so funny. Like oh when he was killing these black people. They were like, oh, yeah, yeah, just kill these black people. Oh, these little niggas. Oh, look at the little drumstick on the side of the on your nightstand, your little late night munchies and stuff. But oh no, don't kill him. Oh my god, I feel so bad. That's all. I just thought that was hilarious. I hate to say this. I really hate to say this, but bitch, what is what I said to that woman when she said that? <laughs> yeah, right. Like for real. Like <laughs> seriously. And you thought to record this and and upload this somewhere? Like. You know, because it's right. just oh I man, need you to keep that to yourself. I this was that was like wow, wow. That's that, that's all I got for it. That's all I got for it. All right, y'all. Look, it's that time. It's that time. It's that time. Let's let's play a little game that we all know and love. Let's play a little dope doo doo. And the first segment goes to the um the first ever, at least that we know of, transracial woman by the name of Rachel Dolezal did I say her last name correct it doesn't even matter because for those who remember this uh, Rachel Dolezal y'all know a few years ago there was this huge scandal when uh we when we found out that you know what now she's been posing as a black woman for years come to find out nope she was just strictly Caucasian and she was in the NAACP. She was the president of all these type of uh, sect and chapters of the NAACP. And, oh, you was just a white woman posing as a black woman all on. But because you feel like a black woman, hey, you decided to call yourself black. Now she's back. And um, it's not so much if she's claiming herself to be black right now, but, you know, she wanted to show some cakes. Um, this person now has an OnlyFans. And... 
I can't explain this at all. I'm just going to show y'all a clip. So prepare thine eyes and let's talk about it. Oh, God. Let me go ahead and get my drink ready. Infamous race faker Rachel Dolezal has a OnlyFans page, an OnlyFans page that has gone viral. Let me just do it this way. Um, let's just go to the pictures, okay? Dolezal, who was in the middle of a national scandal after being outed as falsely posing as a black woman, joined the subscription. <laughs> don't look, don't look too hard, David. Joined the just subscription <laughs> site <laughs> OnlyFans last year, sharing frisky photos for fans who paid a fee. All right, let's go to the OnlyFans page. All right, let's do that. Okay, very clear. Rachel Dolezal, welcome to my OnlyFans page where I post creative content and interact with fans more than on any other platform. Subscribers get to see how my sensual side pairs with my creative spirit through intimate images inspired by color, light, and lingerie on the weekend. You know what? KT, KT. Rachel Dollars all is out here getting to that bag and she said, you know what? Y'all stop my first hustle. I got a new one. I'm showing the cakes. Do you think this is dope? Do you think this is doo-doo? No. No. I'm traumatized. KT, KT, turn turn the lights on. Turn the lights down, girl. Rachel Dolls is on. Stop playing. Nas, I'm gonna have to switch it to you. I'm gonna have to switch it over. <laughs> switch it over. You, you, you got the KY jelly ready. You got you got it. <laughs> Is this dope? Oh, wow. Look, I can't. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. You know what? You know what? My hands are real greasy right now. Let me say something. <laughs> I need some tissue. <laughs> Where is Keisha when I need? It? I need some. Extra I didn't know I had a. I didn't know I had a trans race fetish. I don't know what was going on. I was listen, <laughs> listen, man. <laughs> oh man, I got a thing for white women that want to be black. It's not even interracial at this point. It's just no. Yep. <laughs> this is black love, baby. Black on black. <laughs> oh man, yo. Oh man, yo. I wonder what would like imagine Rachel. First of all, Rachel Dozer has to be fifty. No, I, I think she's late. Boy, I think she's like forty six or something like that. Yo, she has to be, and she no disrespect to her because she she looks pretty good, not amazing, but pretty good. What she has to do to make this dope right now is doodle because she just looked like a woman that just walked out of Walmart and said, "You know what." There's some 30-year-old men that been hollering at me, and I'm going to make a page just for them. And I get that. There's nothing wrong with getting that extra dollar. We did talk about this in some other podcasts. It probably was the late night flight or talk my credo was the late night credo. It don't matter. We yep. talked about this, though. Said a woman from Arizona made a million dollars within three years. Left teaching. Left, left the profession of teaching to make $1.5 million within three years. So it's something to think about, all right? Yep. I mean, it's just something to think about. Now, with all that being said, 
if she want to make it dope, she's going to have to make a call to J-Lo and say, hey, Jennifer, remember that trainer that you had, you and Shakira had when y'all were just up and down on poles on the Super Bowl? What's his number or her number? What's their number? So you can get tight and right because it's honestly on some visual picture type stuff that you're trying to do with this naked stuff. You got maybe like a five and a half year window. You're going to have yep. to capitalize now. Like right now. Right now. Right. Right now. Now. Right now. And if you don't want to do that, then you might have to look, there's a place. I'm sorry to tell you this. It's called Van Nuys, California. Okay. Uh-huh. That's all I'm gonna say. You're gonna have to go there. And you're gonna have to use your next four years to just, you know, just do some uh some cougar granny scenes. Let me let me put it out yep. there like that. Yep, it's gonna yep. have to be cougar because it, it ain't yeah. coyote ugly. All right. It ain't, so th- it ain't. this is <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but hold up, but, but Dante, we can, but we can be like the pool boys in the scene, though, right? Well, of you course, I mean? we'll, you know we'll she, have to be. We'll have to. You be. know she like BBC. You know she like BBC. That's what she like. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, so we be the two young pool boys. We just you know saying cleaning the pool, and she just be like, "Oh my god, you got like what's going on here? You, you know what goes on? You know what's yeah. happening? You know what's yep. happening?" And, yep. and then. And hopefully we get paid for our actions. That's all. I'm exactly. For. Because I would like to have an investment for my podcast. <laughs> so, 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 so this is all I'm saying here. I just thought I thought it was dope. Just to be honest, I thought it was dope because, of course, you know, you know, like you said, they're going to be a slew of 30 somethings right on that page. And from what they're saying, from nine ninety nine a month. Come on, man. Yeah. Now, this is what she said once it hit Twitter because someone came across it. And of course, you know, Twitter is just, it's whatever. It, it, it's, it's good, guy. Everything's fair game on Twitter. And it's, it's uh, the most entertaining bit of chaos that is Twitter. But she came out and she released a statement saying that, well, she was putting out this content, making these intimate images because she was giving, uh, she's such a big fan of Rihanna's. Fenty lingerie line. And so she was modeling the Fenty lingerie um, in, in honor of Rihanna because she's such a big fan of Rihanna and, and her merchandise. Um, now, of course, that was due to because we know that was bullshit and we know why you did. Well, well, guess what? Guess what? Rachel Dozer <laughs> just made Fenty look like 50. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> And we ain't talking about G Unit. Alright, so look, check the next the next segment here on Doper Doodoo. Now, speaking of the cakes, there's been a growing trend amongst retirement slash nursing slash elderly homes where the facilitators and the managers of those facilities bring in strippers for the elderly people there to have a good time. And so um I may not be able to show you everything, but of course, you know me, I'm going to show it. And uh, <laughs> so now let's get that KY back out. <laughs> and, let's, and let's just watch some of this here because what you're seeing now, of course, this isn't a big American thing, but this is all over the world. So you're looking at Taiwan. Now, this is an old uh, veterans home where they was like, you know what? We haven't been able to do anything to celebrate them for a couple years. So we want to do something big for them this time. Let's bring in some scrippers. Um, 
And yeah, there, there you go. You see the old man groping the, the young girl. Um, yeah, I probably won't be able to show this on YouTube because YouTube be tripping sometimes. Um, but yeah, so this is Taiwan. This is in Mexico. They brought some strippers to a retirement home. They brought uh, men strippers. They brought women strippers with the the tattoo. You see the cake right there. Um, <laughs> you see. Now this is where things took a turn for the worse. Where three male strippers were dancing on this lady right here, and she had a cardiac event. Um, and she collapsed, and they had to escort her out in an ambulance which caused them to have to release statements to apologize. Um, <laughs> yes, but this has been a growing trend that's been happening all over in the last couple of years. So KT in, in seeing this and seeing that these elderly retirement nursing homes are now bringing in strippers to provide entertainment for the, for their clients, if you will, do you think this practice is dope or is it doo-doo? The lady who's gonna die, she's gonna die happy at least. So, is that dope or is that doo doo? <laughs> I mean, the little bit of Jesus that's in me still is like these people on their way out don't help them go to hell. But um <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. but the other side of me, which is the majority, is uh-huh. like, hey, <laughs> wherever you can get some joy, it's dope. <laughs> Whatever you can get it. Alright. That's what I'm saying. Like, I right, don't don't Alright, Nas. What do you think? Just because cause here's my perspective. My my perspective is I. Right. I live my life and pretty sure, you know, after I amassed whatever fortune that I've amassed, my children's going to do some, uh, some caucasity and get me out the picture and put me in some home to live out the rest of my days. And so As they should. a young thing, you know what? Don't do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> don't do that. So, you know, some, some little thing come in that they, the, the administrators come in, you know what, Dante, we got something for you. Bring in, insert stripper name here. Yep, I think candy. that's dope. Exactly, bringing candy, bringing delicious, <laughs> bringing round mound or rebound. Just bring them. <laughs> <laughs> you want Chuck to come? Oh hell no! <laughs> what do you think about this, Nas? You this dope or doo Okay, so so. Let me ask y'all a question. And yes, this is dope. But let me ask y'all a question. Um, have y'all watched Talladega Nights? Yes. Okay. Talladega Nights. KT, Talladega Nights. Yes? You went to that? No? Will Ferrell? I've no? never watched it. Okay. Listen. It's not the greatest movie where you, I would say, oh my God, watch it. But for those who have, which is seem like a lot of people, right? There's a scene. Because Talladega Nights is good for just certain scenes. Like the scenes are silly the movie and the total i mean as a total uh, but it's a lot of scenes that be having me chuckling it was one scene with the two guys they all white so they all look alike so i'm just being funny i'm just being funny white people i love uh-huh. you. but it was two guys sitting down at the bar and he was like yo i gotta give my grandmama a gift 
she's like 89 or something like that. So the guy was like, get her a stripper. So he was like, what? It's like, yo, man, she she's on her way out. Like, make her happy. Don't don't make this about yourself. Make her happy. What do you mean? Get her a male stripper. And you got to think about these things, man. They be cooped up at this senior retirement home all together playing bingo and, and connect for watching. I don't know. I don't Christian telemarketing. You know what I mean? Like just watching Joel Osteen on a Wednesday. It's like, hold up. It's Wednesday. Like Joel Osteen, shut up. I mean, like it's yeah. it's messed up. You know what I mean? So if you could bring, you know, I don't know, a little joy, a little titty. I don't want to say the other word for the man with the little one. But you know what? I'm going with all this. All right. And if you could bring that joy to these good old people. Listen, these old people used to be freaky, too. They used to be Ime Adoka. You know what I'm saying? They used to be out here. Used to. Used to be. I mean, listen, I don't want to talk about old sex. I ain't even into that. All right. I'm trying, I'm trying to get my last piece of coochie at 57 and just be like, you know, I'm going to baseball games for the rest of my life. I don't even care no more. I don't even want to have sex after 58. You know what I'm saying? It's just over. Like, I'm just... I know I can get erect. I don't even want to do it. I, I'm, I'm going wanna... to be willfully ignorant. You hear me? Like, yeah, like yeah. look, I'm still going. I'm still going to try. We got blue shoes. We got up everything. I'm going to be doubling up. Yo, let's go. I don't want you to call me and be like, y'all just bust my first worm. I'm gonna be so mad. Like, yeah, get off my line, dog. Get off my line. Like, hey, hey, Nas, guess, Nas, guess what happened, dog? Guess what happened? <laughs> you never know, nigga. You never know. <laughs> Like, yo, but you just, you just oh, bust God. death for her. That's what you just did. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, yo. Uh, exactly. Just bust your last two years of life on that woman. What you doing? Calm it hey, down. Hey, that, that'd be a very good 700 and something days. <laughs> well, well worth it. What else am I going to do in that time? Sit, just sit, sit here and play Sudoku and shit like that? Nah. Go ahead and. Get that out of there! <laughs> All right, you know so, something? You you write about that real quick. You write about that because I just went to go see my uncle because um my uncle's birthday is gonna be October thirty first and he's he's ninety one and uh, I went to go see my great uncle and I just saw this old crusty uh, crossword puzzle sitting next to him and I'm just like, Dad, you know what? If see if these if these Newark strippers wasn't so wasn't so tedious and greedy, I would I would definitely pay her like eighty five to ninety five dollars for she can just go ahead and shake that yeah. ass in front of my uncle. Just go ahead, you know what I'm just KT, you know you know KT, just KT, <laughs> you, know, you know what it is. <laughs> <K-T>. <laughs> Look at <laughs> so you know what it is. All right. That's what's up, man. All right, so this is dope. So I, I, I have a surprise for y'all. Yeah, if, if there should be a way where you can like just pass things through the screen, and we'll pass. K-T I don't even K-Y. need that. <laughs> oh, she would. Oh shit. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't need it. Nah, not with them tiger claws. You gonna definitely get this. I, I ain't got no time for you. <laughs> you ain't gonna cut me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, so I have a surprise for y'all. Uh, it's not necessarily a surprise. It's just something that just happened. I thought was. Um, figure we'll talk about it. All right, so Kanye West is back doing Kanye West things, and Kanye West is back to once again being Kanye. So, so now he's in Paris. You know, he he wants to be the fashion mogul. He wants to change the world. All that great stuff that he he rambles and have these streams of consciousness about. 
all the time. So he's in Paris to do to you know um, show off his fashion line, and he wears his particular shirt. Now the shirt in the front is you know the front of the shirt you know just your typical all right that's something Kanye would wear. But on the back, the back of this shirt uh, says "White Lives Matter," right? And now it has everybody up in the storm, and um, he was also uh, assisted, accompanied by a conservative commentator, Candace Owens, who also was wearing her own White Lives Matter shirt. And uh, so let's watch this little clip here and let's talk about and see if their fashion statement is dope or if it's doo-doo. Kanye West was caught wearing a White Lives Matter shirt at his Yeezy fashion show. This guy has honestly lost the plot. Someone replied to that tweet on Twitter saying, how am I supposed to defend this? Another person replied saying, I'ma just pretend I didn't see it. And another person said, tremendous bay, I tell you, the man is a genius troll. He knows exactly how the internet works. And the last tweet said, what is bro doing? So, that's basically it. So now we're just going to show a few pictures, you know, Kanye West with his White Lives Matter shirt as he gives, as he presents his fashion line where he had models wear, you know, these sweaters with White Lives Matter. But now you see Candace Owens with her own White Lives Matter shirt. So uh, Nas, do you think this fashion statement is dope or is it doo-doo? What are your okay. thoughts? I have to be honest. If I wore this. If you wore this, Dante, if you wore this, KT, this would be so doo-doo. I would probably not speak to you for at least at least eight months. Cause I know you didn't mean I know you I know you meant something to it. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna give you eight months of, of of I'm not talking to you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even gonna revoke you of your car. I know there was an agenda. Yes. All that being said, we're talking about the king of marketing agenda. Okay. You got to think about this for a second. This is Kanye West. This is, I wore the red hat in front of y'all, made a spectacle of myself in front of y'all to Trump. And I'm a billionaire. Uh I can survive this. Shut up. I'm going to rock this. And and not only that, I'm going to get the biggest, no disrespect when I say this, Candace, the biggest coon troll there is in America. Okay, Candace Owens, you are that sister. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep it real with you. All right? Yep. So you wearing this on a political standpoint, this is going to get the country a buzzing. Okay? No yep. conversation about it. It's going to get the country buzzing. Um, I don't even know. How do you get mad? Fact, if anybody is doo doo in uh, out of, I'm sorry. If there's anybody that's doo doo out of all of this, it is the black models. I'm sorry. You, you listen. You, what? You listen. Yeah. You. Who are you? You can be. No one is going to know who you are. And if that's how they sold you, then you sold out. Other than that, that's all I got to say. Sold out. So KT, what do you think? Do. KT, are, are you asleep over there? Do. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> okay, doo doo. Okay. Do do. I just uh, are, are you mm. sure that are you are you sure there isn't like a a a, a hidden meaning? Is he trolling? Do you think there's a deeper uh, agenda? Like, do you think he's he's big braining everybody? Or not. I don't care if he's trolling uh-huh. or not. I'm tired of these shenanigans just to get attention. 
and just to get a book. Like I don't, I don't feel like I should do anything to mock my people in order to make money uh-huh. or to generate buzz. You know what I mean? I don't think that's yep. productive at all. I would say this not though, at all. he's not mocking, but he's not mocking the black community. If, if you like, you got to look at it like that. He's not mocking the black community. He's not at all. He's actually just trolling words. He just happens to be a black person. And he's a, he's a, he's a very recognizable black person. And he's, and see, he's having fun with the whole thing. That's why you got Candace Owens on there. Like I like, yo, KT, I'm with you. I get it. I, I just, I'm not going to like, like, I feel like people are going to be ready to just call Kanye, you know, a coon and do all those type of things. It's, it's not that. It's not that he just, yo, it's, I just got the whole world talking about me again. I can go put out an album right now and everybody's going to cop it because I'm still a musical genius. Um, for, Again, I talked about this a long time ago, not a long time ago, a few weeks ago, we were talking about the um the Kanye documentary and the, the greatest thing about him is, is his marketing. It's the fact that he's not one of those gangster rappers that's going to talk about guns and gats and get into some viral story about how he shot somebody. That's not who he is. He does it on a whole nother spectrum. It's more of a like a geopolitical wild style that he does through preaching and now just through political bait. He's just he's just effing around with Twitter. And yo, listen, if I was on that level, like think about this, the black Americans that is on this level, those Hollywood black Americans, we think they damn near coonish or whitish right now anyway. They don't give back to the community. We talk crap about them, about how they don't give back to the community. But if they come to Shelby, if they come to Newark, oh, Taraji P, how you doing? Oh, my God, we love Cookie so much. So if anything, they can say white lives matter and we'd be mad at them. But shit, they'd be more like I would believe them for saying it. So I don't, I'm not mad at Kanye for pulling this move. You know what I'm saying? It's just that it's Kanye and Kanye done did so much quote unquote goofy shit. Right. Everybody's just like, ah, oh, Kanye, here we go again. It's like, listen, man, go blame. What's up with Oprah then? Huh? How about that? Ask her if, if white lives matter or not. Huh? How about that? You know, when I saw this, she I immediately just. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, when I saw this, I immediately just kind of chuckled because I, I saw right through this. I see right through this. Um, And the thing is, I, I believe that at the core and this is a play on words the same way he wore that MAGA hat and and acted and did the things he did it was like okay I, I need to be in that particular space and now of course now, now I also believe that yes he, he was in a space where he was trying to I guess find yourself kind of be the quote unquote free thinker kind of go against the grain uh, and when you actually sit down like I, I sat and I listened to his interview when he was on drink champs and um, he said a lot of things that made a lot of sense as far as the political, the how black people are like the football in this political thing, you know, that's from Malcolm X and all these things. So he does things deliberately to piss off the left or whatever. So I said, I saw this as a proverbial middle finger to the left to where they tell you, well, you're oppressed, you're oppressed, you're oppressed. White supremacy, white supremacy, white supremacy. And it's like, 
You know, now he said some dumb shit. Absolutely, though. The slavery was a choice and blah, 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 blah. You know, he's done some goofy shit. But I, I saw this as a huge troll. It's stupid. It's doo-doo. But at the same time, I also see how polarized that is. Because on one on one end, why it's like, you know, and I've said my, I've given my stance as far as the organization goes. Nah, Black Lives Matter Incorporated is trash. Absolute trash. Now, the meaning of the saying means something completely different. That that's what we get kind of pissed off and we get we side eye you and we, all, and we feel some type of way when you counter with all lives matter and even white lives matter blah 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 because no matter how many times it's explained what black lives matter mean y'all choose to ignore it then come back with all lives and then white lives and blah 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 and i always tell y'all what that comes down to i always talk about the fear and the survival and blah blah you know all of that i just see him playing with all of that and i would just imagine as he's been dealing with all of this stuff that this is just uh, a ploy to troll the left it's trash it's absolute doo-doo but i see what he's doing and you know this is kanye so you know he, he is also the king of you know i changed my mind so <laughs> that's just that's just how i see it. you know just what whatever thought comes in let's just do it in the name of uh artism. You know, unfortunately, Kanye has a very international intellect or international approach about yes. the way he sees things. And when you do that in America and you're American, you got to realize that our quote unquote Western civilization, how we look at things is very uh, abstract compared to the rest of the world, whether they have other Western civilizations or Eastern civil, civil, civilizations. Um, Kanye can go in Italy right now and they'll love him. He can go to Belgium right now and they'll love him. They'll go to Amsterdam. He goes to places in Africa. They love him. They go to Russia. They love him. Um, it's America. And, and there's no disrespect to our country. It's just like, I just wish Americans really act like, if we're going to play like we're the biggest and we're the best, we got to act like it sometimes. We got to just see the troll in him and just be like, ah, Kanye, you get exactly. me. And just keep it moving with your day and don't, and don't get too frustrated about this because, yeah, just as a black American, I can see it frustrating you. I can I can definitely see that. But again, it's, it's Kanye West. It's, right. it's the same guy that just told you three weeks ago, yo, you know what? Sway was right. Just so people can just have, oh my God, Kanye really said that Sway was right. Yep. I thought a new album was about to come tomorrow. I was waiting for my phone like, did Donda 3 coming? What happened? So, right. That's how I look at right. Kanye right now, man. Marketing yep. genius. And that's basically it. Just is it's some marketing. Because of course, with the, without all the narratives from the left, narratives from the right, I look at it and it just, this shit doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother me at all. A white lives matter shirt. All right, cool. Congratulations. You know, because again, you know, we act like they act like, well, you know, I'm, I'm not even gonna say we. You know, is is what I mentioned before on the last pod, as far as anything that is pro black, they think it automatically comes at the expense of white. So if we say black lives matter, they're gonna believe Oh, so you're saying white lives don't matter. No, that's not what I said. So, you know, those all these take away all the little narratives, it's just a shirt, bro. And I don't care. Uh, and again, my progress, my advancement doesn't has nothing to do with anybody else but my people and my culture. So, sure, wear your shirt. It's still trash. I still may call you a goofy because again, I, I see what it is, but amazing marketing ploy. Kudos to you, but it's doo-doo. All right. So <laughs> kudos, but it's doo-doo. Um, so speaking of that, 
speaking of that, um, I was watching a uh, a trailer, um, which was honestly sometimes these movie trailers need to just keep their their trailers to, to just a, a minute or, or less, like a minute max. Because a lot of these movie trailers that you see, like they tell the whole movie within the trailer. So I like I don't need to go see it because I know what's going to happen. I see the beginning, I see the end, I see the 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 big problem of the movie, and I see how it's fixed. All right, cool. Um, this month there's a movie. Uh, basically a a is it biopic a biopic? Anyway, one of them joints, but it's going to be out in in movie theaters, uh, retelling and kind of re revitalizing the story of Emmett Till, you know, and it's a two minute is it's a two and a half minute, uh, trailer. It tells the whole story. So I felt like I saw the movie already, so I'm not going to go see it. Um, but I also have a, a, a question here because this was uh, a conversation that, uh, I was a part of on, on social media and you know me, I like to troll just a little bit to just, just to try to get, try to get that content in people. So I'm, I'm like a mini in a much, 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 much smaller scale. You know, kind of Kanye. So I may say something to do this. So I said something along the lines of, you know, how many more of these stories do we need to relive before we actually move on with the advancement of black people? And Oh, 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 oh they came after me. <laughs> they came I'm after sure me. They did. Oh, they did. They came after me. And, you know, so people was just replying under my comment with the raccoon emoji. They was giving the shoe, the little dancing emoji. And I'm just like, yo. I want to all people that put the animal on you. Let me know right now and find out where they live right now. We're going. We're going listen, right listen. Well, I, I know where they are. They're, they're stuck in the prison of their mind. <laughs> but, oh, well, I mean, that's fine. Let them, let them free so I can fuck them up. How about oh, that? Oh, man, it was, it was funny. And, and that's the thing about the internet. And basically with this, um, I'll just have to say it, just it, it's, it's rooted in, in liberalism and just the belief that you are constantly oppressed. Like I, I, I understand the history. God knows. I know. Y'all know. I know. I do this shit. But at the same time, it's like, ain't, 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 ain't nobody, nobody doing this to me. And for me, it's like the only things that, and, and it's gotten so much like hype as far as get ready for this movie. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to pose the question to y'all. Emmett Till, we all know the story of Emmett Till. They just tried to get the the woman to finally confess to where, and you know, she did the book, the one that, you know, falsely accused Emmett Till of coming on to her. And then we know what happened to him. And then 2017, she wrote in the book basically saying that she lied. And then when the FBI went to investigate her uh, um, a year or so ago, she was like, well, no, I did. I never said that I lied. You know, she recanted the recantment thing. And then they finally closed the case like the beginning of this year. Like we know the story. That's like one of the that's we just know it. Coming up, you 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 will not know the story of Emmett Till. You will not know any, you know, any slavery story. You know, you got roots and Amistad and blah 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 blah. The list goes on. Twelve years a slave. Um all these things. So I would just ask, are we still obligated to support these type of movies in twenty twenty two moving forward? Because there's such a collection of these type of movies that we that's already been done, but they keep retelling those stories. 
Am I on the sum or am I full of it right now? What do y'all think? KT, go ahead. So, for one thing, for my mental health, sometimes I don't want to keep reliving certain traumas. You know what I mean? Uh I don't want to keep watching stuff about black pain. Sometimes I just want some black joy. Let's just watch something that where, you know, despite everything we winning, you know what I mean? Something uplifting. Like I don't necessarily want to keep reliving. I mean, I understand. Yeah. Let's keep the history. Uh, alive or whatever you know we need to know our history we need to know what's happened in our past but i don't feel that it is necessary for us to keep watching these movies that just bring about this trauma all over again i just don't think it's necessary um let's let's move our narrative to another place let's focus on moving ourselves forward and not always dwelling on the past necessary necessarily you know what i mean we got to remember the past so that we ain't going back okay but let's not can't dwell on that like i can't i need to even with just the regular news sometimes i'd be like okay (laughs) turning that off let's keep it Let's go somewhere else. Let me, I don't want to think about this or keep hearing the same thing over and over and over again. Right. So Nas, yeah. that's how I feel. What's up? While I give you, uh, while I give you all the, the brain power that is Nasua Nuru, I, I would like for you to do me a favor, uh, big cousin. Uh, wait, wh- which one of us are older? I think I am. You just, am I allowed to say? <laughs> uh, you, you can tell people I'm 38. Well, okay, yeah. See, yeah, I turned 39 in December. Okay, yeah. All right, no problem. It's all good. Listen, hit me up. So, can you find out while I'm talking, uh, the director of this Emmett Till movie, and let's find out whether this person is a black or white person. He is black, actually. He is the guy. Um, I I can, I can never, you know, his face because he's been in everything. Okay. Um. Uh. So why 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 are you doing that? Because I I, yep. I don't, I don't want to waste your time. I don't waste your time because this is my brother. Rest rest in peace. Rest this young man's soul. I remember this conversation. I really do. So I remember running to my and me me and my older brother. We used to have our like first take little kind of debates. Like I, I would call him, talk about some sports. And then I, I feel bad because I realized I didn't like talking to him about sports. Like he just, I ain't like the way he conversed. Like he'd just talk over you when you talking and he, and he ain't give a fuck anyway. I just hung up on him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, no, no. It was one conversation we had. We was talking about the story of OJ, which I thought was a great video. And that's probably because I love Jay-Z. I love me some Jay-Z. So it was like when Jay-Z put out the story of OJ and I just saw all this old school racist stuff. I'm like, yo, he gets it. Jay-Z, oh, this is fly. And my brother was like, why do you think that shit is fly? This is whack. 
I said, what's wrong? What happened, Jared? He's like, nah, listen. White people watch this too. You think they don't look at that and say, this is how we have control over them? And I'm like, you know something? I never, I, now usually when I listen to other people's perspective, him in particular, I'd be like, nah, I'm calling you back. Shut up. That right there had me sitting back in quiet for the next 10 minutes. I yeah. was humble. I was like, oh, that's a great way of thinking about that for a second. Because imagine what the 1900s was when, when Birth of a Nation was out. Now imagine that was the time where black people were still slaves. You know what I mean? We were like the lowest of low. And when they show Birth of a Nation, are you showing white people their dominance over black people and how you want white people to always be dominant over black people forever when you show people birth of a nation in the early 1900s. So I'm thinking when I see Emmett Till or I see underground, that was on the uh, WGN or, you know, yeah. Now Django is my favorite. Like it's, that's my favorite. Cause, cause it just, it was just too heroic. I love it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you show yeah. Django every day, I'm kind of cool with it. And it didn't have that back in it. Like it did come from like a back in the day place, but it, it, I guess it had that fictional style to it. Where it was like, we want black America to know that a black American can come out as the hero in the end. But, but with, with something like this with Emmett Till, KT, I feel you because you don't need to, like, we know the story. Like everybody know the story. You showing us some glossy video of it for people for two and a half hours. I think a lot of white people that's going to come, I don't know if they're going to take this case study as, damn, yo, we did some bullshit. They may take this as like, yo, this is what we can do. Yes. If we can organize, <laughs> start having meetings all over again, we can strategically take out. This new little, yo, it's so funny because we be thinking about the LGBT as their own agenda and what they have been able to um, put together and evolve. And, and boy, have they, I hate to use this word, but they have, they have erected their agenda. No problem. All right. Like, they've done a great job. All right. Let's just keep that real. But, but they have, they have. They really have. And black people, it's like we've been erect, but it's like we need some blue chew, you know what I'm saying, every 10 years to be reminded. You know what I mean? <laughs> and the problem is we keep going to the white people for the blue chew and not for ourselves. So the white people like, yeah, see, they still getting blue chew from us, motherfucker. They still trying to get hard off of us. You know what I'm saying? We might as well just, listen, let's organize. Matter of fact, we're going we gonna, to we gonna hire one of these, <laughs> one of these Tuesdays as uh -huh. uh as Dave Chappelle would call. <laughs> one of these it's Tuesdays. It's a black woman that's directing to, it, by the way. Yes. This is true. Actually, uh, um, her name, I was thinking about the male actor and forgive me. Chuatel her name is Okafer or whatever. You, yeah, you I was about thinking him. about him, but okay. Shinonwe Chukwu is the director of Till. And, um, and that's, that's the thing. You got to look at it now from this director. Cause that's why I want to get this uh, information because I'm about to end it. And I'm going to say it like this. Now this sister, like the name, obviously she is the, she's, she's related she's to me because you know, not, well, I use my middle name for those who don't know. I do not use my last name. If you find out what my last name is and you copy by my last name, you will no longer be a podcaster. I promise you. I will find oh every bit of dirt on you. Okay? Uh -huh. I don't play that game. No, listen. Let's be honest. Nasur Nuru sounds like Shaka Zulu's lawyer. And I want it to be like that. All right? Uh -huh. <laughs> I, I like it like that. So when, like, when I see a Shinoi Shikuwu, you know, I'm like, yo, you better be of, like, you better be born in Nigeria. You know what I'm saying? Well, she not, is. See, see, boom. She is, she is Nigerian American. Yep. Exactly. See, I didn't even know that. I had 
top of my mind. You know what I'm saying? It's like that because I, I just see it's the name. I not see her, I smell it, and I know what's going on. I mean, I'm just saying because if she was if she was born in like Chicago and she had no type of Nigerian descent, I'd have been like, yo, your parents are like the flyest people, and I want to meet them. Like that name is hot. But anyway, yeah. back to the director. We don't know what this sister's journey is. And let's be honest, the more you get into Hollywood, the more white you're going to be around. You know what I mean? I don't yep. care what kind of name you're going to have. You're going to be around a bunch of white people because white people are going to feel your swagger. They're going to want to fund it. They want to help you. You know what I'm saying? Sure, you can make Emmett too. Why not? White people are going to be watching this and they're going to see the uncomfortableness of, of black people when they watch this. But our uncomfortableness is going to come from our, like us evolving as a you know, with the nation being better, way better than what we were years back. You know what I mean? White people going to look at this like, yo, we can still control this country. So I feel you on that, KT. I understand where you're coming from, uh, Dante. Um, yeah, I, I think that other perspective, even though it keeps black Americans divided, I think it's something that has to be, uh, we got to like talk about that more because I don't really think that these movies or some of these shows have to exist one more thing and I'll, I'll be done. Think about the Latino community. When they make their content of back in the day, it's a lot of cartel drug behavior or street behavior of Latinos, like like the essay stuff that they do in California or cartel Mexican straight cool suits we having sex with women all day, cocaine, cartel cool shit, right? With black Americans... When we make our films, it's either street gang warfare or slave stuff. Yep. White people do everything across the board, but again, they they did the majority. They white. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, like, yo, black Americans and to the black American directors, I'm not telling you what to make. You make whatever you want, but there are so many other genres than just making racial history. As a way to make your money, because you're about to make, like, you're about, listen, this ain't even about the black dollar. You're about to make money off America off something that, honestly, I ain't saying that people shouldn't know about, but I think, it's like the Biggie story. Like, you didn't have to make Notorious. Matter of fact, I should have said all that. I said so much good shit, but I could have just said it like this. I apologize to you two. <laughs> think about the Notorious movie. Puff Daddy right. done said that. He done talked about that story so many times on audio. I didn't need to see that visually. I'm like, damn, this is the exact nope. story that Puffy told me. It's the same thing with Emmett Till. Like, you can stretch this story out to two hours all you like, but we know what's about to happen at the end. Right. Right. And, and again, start- in in the in the two and a half minute trailer, they showed everything. Now they, they tried to um tell the movie the story from the mother's perspective. Right. But at the same time, you, you know, what's about to happen. So it was like, do I want to sit here and get pissed off all over again? Do, do, do I want to feel that type of pain or what happened? And like, what, what is the overall message that we haven't learned from that? And I don't, I don't want to call it a story, but just for lack of a better term for the lack for, for the, the message of this story being told. So it, and that's just my thing where it was like, I feel like, well, it's not that I feel like it just is. There is such a market for black pain and black trauma that, that it just seems like that's the only way. If you want to make a surefire bet, as far as the type of content you want to make that involves black people that aren't, you know, in some other type of role that you feel is, you know, 
uh, I don't want to say unworthy, but untested and you're just not sure if it can work. Well, let's just do either a street gang movie mm-hmm. or look, look at the program. It is either street gang uh, with your powers, your snowfalls and your wires is the ratchet shit or it's long-term back in the day. Blacks had to go through this type. You, funny. Shit. I, you know what? But, but, but no, I, think that's I got to counter. I got to, I got to disagree. I'm sorry. My bad, KT. I got to disagree with you on that as far mm-hmm. as the TV shows that you just called out. Because, now, now don't get me wrong. Cause I, I know I just talked about uh-huh. what we do a lot. My thing, what I'm saying is we all have our, like, our genres in our races or in our culture here in America. You know what I mean? Like, as far as, like, um, the type of movie you're going to make. Like, if one, like again, Latino American, they make some cartel stuff. I know what's going on. Like, like hey, let's say, like, some Jamaican Americans, they made shots. Like, they get stuff that's similar to that. Like, I see what's going on. No doubt. It's all good. But, the, but what I will say to that is at least it speaks to whatever Black Americans got going on in the present day. Right. You know what I mean? It's not it's just from, like, okay, this slavery time... Or this time, like Emmett Till, for those parents that's going to be like, well, my kid need to see this. I'm like, yo, first of all, why you ain't read a book? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can read a book read a about book. it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's number one. Number two, number two, number two. Some of y'all black Americans that's my age, y'all haven't watched Malcolm X. Nope. What's that about? You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't, I know what it is. Like, you just, you need a reason to think that this is part of the culture. And you don't uh-huh. want to miss out on being part of the culture because no one wants to have a raccoon emoji going on on their Facebook. I get that. Yep. And I just feel like yo, you need to just take a step back, look yourself in the mirror and just think about it like, yo, how impactful this movie, no disrespect to the sister. She's probably a very good director, but how impactful this is actually going to be impactful in a positive way where we're going to come out of this, everybody and hold hands and, and destroy racism. Or are we going to start having fights at the movie theaters? Basically, basically, because my, my thing is this every, especially if this is the, uh, cause this is one of the rebuttals that I received when I was getting my, uh, social media lashing and it was like, well, you know, this is important for history for the new generation. And I replied, well, everybody has a cell phone. You're most likely responding to me on a cell phone. You can read, you can read. And what I think, and this is also another thing that just, oh man, when I tell you that came after me, but you know me, I don't, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. You know, I, I, I can talk some shit, but, um, I was like, well, let's just be honest. Y'all are lazy because y'all don't want to take the education of your children in your own hands. So watch this movie, look at this TV show, listen to this rap artist and get everything that you need to know from these segments because you don't want to sit down yourself and explain this is who you are. This is where we come from. Yes, this is where we come from. But because we come from this, this is where we need to look towards. This is where we need to hate it because I feel like it is a bigger disservice. It's, it is actual disrespect to go through what our ancestors have gone through. And all we do is sit here and bitch about it because that's not what they did that for. Like and and, have a generation that don't even care to know about what right. they went through. 
And so won't even like, pick up a book. Yeah. So it's like, I get it. I, I and then I, I gave this analogy because now we talked about, you know, all the oppression and stuff. I get it. And it's absolutely true. Trust me. I've, I've, I've done my work, but you haven't. So it's like, okay, I get it. We have been put in a hole that we haven't put ourselves in. We were put in this hole. I get it. But it is absolutely asinine to think that, and this has been our problem for generations, that once the culture, once the society put us in this hole, we are looking to them same people to pull us out of this hole. And we fight with each other for trying to get out of this hole. So if this person trying to get out of the hole, then we... Then now we're our own worst enemies. That's what I also said today. We're our own worst enemies. I don't got to worry about white supremacy. Now I got to worry about you because you're calling me a coon for saying some common sense shit right now. You know, so, you know, that, that's what I like. I'm not saying, nah, don't ever make anything like this again. Preferably, I would say that because I do think these stories are important, but I think these stories have been told so much and just the majority of our big box office type stuff has told these type of stories that I don't think that we need to continue to remake them. And I think that we should be focused on just, all right, this is a point. This is what happened. This is what he went through. So now it's your responsibility. But again, we've lost that sense of community. So that's a whole nother topic in of itself. We could at least tell a story about something that we haven't even, that is not widely known. You know what I mean? So I was about to go to, if you, if you're going to do that. Yeah. uh No, yeah, no, I'm Kate, sorry. Go ahead, Nas. No, no, my fault. You, you can finish. My bad, KT. We, I think we about to be on the same page with something. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm like, you know, if there's something like, like when Amistad came out, it was not something that was widely known. Uh-huh. So when that came out, that was something that was kind of epic for the black community or whatever. So, you know, I felt like. At that point in time, that was an important movie. But you, we keep telling the same old stories over and over. And there are so many others that have yet to be told that we don't know anything about. So I can kind of see going, you know, telling about something that is not really known that has not been told that is not in the history books that you have to really dig to find out about. I can understand that, but I mean, come on. We also have very creative minds. We as black people, we can create some stuff. Okay. We run the we culture. Are very creative. Like we run. So the we culture. can tell new stories. We can make up some uh, shit. <laughs> you know what right, I mean? So no, no, so, so hit, hit Just, me out. No, no, I, I'm, glad, I'm glad you went mm-hmm. right there. So that, that's where I wanted to go. So let's just, let's nip it in the bud like this as far as what you were saying, KT, because I'm with you. You make the story. Like, let's say the character was named Emmett Till, but it was a whole new murder mystery. It really didn't have nothing to necessarily do with the murder of Emmett Till with the white woman, whatever the case may be. It could have been like a college version of this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where we actually go through this technically these last 20, 30 years, like happened in Alabama. Some guy 
talking to some woman at some high, some high school, like the last day of high school party, whatever the case may be. They actually like each other, made some love, but the woman hollered rape at him two, three days later and then went to jail for 15 years, whatever, and came back out. But his name was Emmett Till. Who knew? You know, you can do something like that. You want to yep. do something like that where they be like, hold up, Emmett, isn't that from? Yup, that is. Hey, baby, look, look at you. You be knowing some stuff. And then you can start conversations like that because, again, um, the... It doesn't need to be history movies, especially about our history where where it usually ends up with us being like the passion of the Christ. It doesn't right. have to be those type of movies <laughs> for us in particular. It just doesn't. No, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm dead serious. Like, yeah. Yeah. Think, Real look, shit. Look, 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 look. Think about the Latin community. I keep to, I, I go to them a lot because they're fucking winning. All right. Like they can go to America and have Telemundo and Univision. No one watches it but them, but it's in America. Those are American stations owned by NBC. Well, I think one of them owned by NBC, okay? They have Latin Grammys, Latin Academy Awards. They do their own thing. The only movie we really know about Latin is Selena. It's All Selena. Right? And once she, we saw the fact that she died, it ain't go like the way, you know, ain't, like they ain't show the Emmett Till and Malcolm X type shit. Like, they show yeah. Malcolm X dying. She's like... Mush, gunshot to the chest, everything. You ain't sure that with Selena. They just showed a black rose in the next next scene. is like, we're going to get the manager up out of here. We know this bitch did it. But I'm just saying, Latinos saw that shit. You ain't showing that shit no more. You know what I'm saying? Think about that for a second. You ain't showing that. You know what I'm saying? You can show yeah. us doing some SA gang shit, but you ain't showing one of our heroes just slain like that. We don't do that. And that's my point about us. It's like to the directors that's putting these stuff out here. It's like, yo, No. No, like yo, you can make Queen and Slim. Queen and Slim was okay. I ain't like it that much, but you yeah. can put that out there. It's fine. It's fine. You're know saying black and blue? Fine. I get it. Fine. Street Kings? Go ahead. Have fun with it. You don't have to make Emmett Till. Especially if y'all ain't gonna watch Malcolm X. I'm sorry. If y'all ain't watched Malcolm X yet, if y'all ain't watched that, yeah. no. No. No to Emmett Till. I'm sorry. Absolutely not. And so I think. That nips it in the bud right there. So listen, this is what I need y'all to do for, for those who's watching, for those who's listening. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Go ahead and hit that follow button. If you think, well, it doesn't, it, it in my rock voice, it doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter. Go ahead and hit that share button. Share this, send this to somebody. Send it to who you think may agree. Send it to someone you think may disagree. Send it to someone who say, you know what? That girl right there in the middle, ooh, ooh, Kate, 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 Kate. Send it. Share it. I love you, KT. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't just try to objectify you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't I mean, do I need to show some cake? Like, what do I need to do? Oh, <laughs> well. Uh, you know, well, I'm just. No. As we, <laughs> as we, <laughs> but listen, y'all, we appreciate y'all checking us out again. Y'all, y'all, however you're listening to us, whether it's uh, Audibly, Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, all the streaming platforms, hit a follow, hit a share. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, drop a comment, let us know what you think. Um, man, this is it. This was a really good conversation, and I'm going to do a better job of uh, like doing social media stuff because I know I'm absolutely horrible at it. Nas and them fussed at me, told me to get my shit together, so I'm going to get my shit together. So, um, we are, <laughs> we are, I'm going to get my shit together. I'm going to get my shit together. But, all right, this is episode 96. I'm, I'm, I'm right there. I'm coming in, you know, and, you know, I'm coming in on a haunted, but, you know, I got some traveling to do because, 
You know, I, I, I want to shoot down to South Carolina. I want to get one done with KT. I'm going to shoot up to Newark, New Jersey, get one done with Nas. I'm going to head back to Shelby, find Big E if I can find him. Um, and then we're going to have to make sure that, um, that Keisha, shout out to Keisha. Hope everything's going well. We got to make sure that her flight schedule is clear so we can, you know, drag her <laughs> in somewhere and get some live stuff done too. But just to my Pod Avenger family, KT, Nas, Keisha with the AK. This is another episode of the Talk My Credo Podcast, episode 96. Till next time, stay fly, stay blessed. Peace out, y'all.